Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was actually listening to the the uh, Hanging Out with Audiophiles podcast the other day, yeah. and um, he was doing a thing. He does this thing called the Nitty Gritty uh, every mm. week, where he does um, he talks about um, uh, like uh, 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 plug in and and like audio recording related things. And um, he was doing this thing where he was um, recording at different sample rates and then slowing it down and pitching it down and pitching it up and changing all this stuff. And Okay. Because he went this high. Because I think he said he has this sort of field recorder thing, I guess kind of like what we got, that what, what I got here, that the H6, the Zoom H6. It, yeah. Where you can record up to 90, I think it's 96. Um, um, yep, kilohertz. Kilohertz. Um, and uh, you can go as low as 44.1, but you can go as high as 96. And he was recording at 96 and at 44.1, and then he slowed down stuff and pitched it down to hear the difference, right. and there was quite a drastic difference. Like okay. he was playing a relatively high note on a piano, for example, or he had like a, a xylophone, and was sort mm. of like a ding, and then with my <coughs> crappy breaking voice, ding. Sorry, Mister Simpson. Um, and then he sounds like Zolophan's broken. Yeah, Zolophan. No, but then he pitched it down like three octaves or something like that, and it was like a really bottom endy bass note. Yeah. Um, and on the the ninety six um, um, kilohertz recording, it was really clear, but on the forty four, it sounded like it was kind of bit crushed a bit, and it sounded distorted a bit. Ah, and he yeah, said it's right. interesting how you sample things because uh, he he got he just recently he made another for what is it sound.com or something like that. there's a website anyway where mm. you can buy all these sample packs and they kind of live in a cloud and you just use what you need to use oh cool so it's cool. Uh, and i think he uses it a bit because he travels around a bit yep. and uh, he made a sample pack sample bank sample bank pack kind of thing for them and I think that's why he started going. He tried all, out all these different things. And um, he said it's interesting yeah, wow. how some things actually sound way better at a lower sample rate because it's um, when you pitch it, it actually sounds dirty and grittier. Whereas if you, say, yeah, if sure. you record it at a higher sample rate, some things are way better for that, but other things don't sound anywhere near as good because you don't get that distortion and kind of low fineness. Yeah, well, so you could use it as an effect. Yeah, like that's what he was saying. He was using it as an effect, yeah. and um, um, it sounded that's, really, really cool. It's it's, it's a really clever. good it's a really good podcast, which we shouldn't really say on our podcast that other people should go and listen to other people's podcasts. Yeah, because no other podcast exists at all. No, just ours. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, but it was really interesting. Um, he does some really cool. I really like him, and I, I, his music is really interesting too, because he yeah. does this sort of. Soul electro soul looping stuff. Okay, it's. I've been meaning to listen to it. Actually, I might do that this afternoon. I've got to do some work around the house, so I might download that because um, hanging out with audio files. Yeah, talking about it for a while. So there's a couple of really good ones. The yeah, one he cool. did with Dave Stewart from Eurythmics, I thought it was mm, yeah. excellent, excellent, very interesting. And then he did one with Mark Ronson, which was really good. And um, yeah. he he did one with um, what's his name. Um, Oh, the really famous, uh, um, I don't know if he's a mix mixer or re like recording engineer or like, uh, Maserati, Tony Maserati. Tony Maserati, yeah, cool. Yep. Uh, if, if there's ever a stereotypical <laughs> Italian name, it's Tony Maserati. <laughs> hey, See, yeah. Tony Maserati and my friend uh, Luca Ferrari, we were hanging out. <laughs> Luca Ferrari? I don't know. I just thought. Yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> but yeah, really interesting. Just he talks to interesting people, and um, his music is interesting too, because mm, it's cool. it's kind of okay. all one man band stuff where he loops his voice and he turns his voice into bass lines and drums and stuff. It's yeah. interesting. Did you um, listen to that uh, Gautier album from a few years ago? The one with all the hits off it, like somebody I used to know and. All those singles? Yeah, yeah, the 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 his second album, not his first album, the second album. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've got it somewhere. There's a song on there um about um about the organ in the in the house, where there's a documentary on how he makes the album, and he gets yeah. given like this old '60s um 
uh, organ that kind of you know, used to live in everyone's lounge rooms, um, and, and my grandparents used to have one, and um, basically it was like kind of like a piano having an upright piano in your lounge room is that kind of equivalent of thing okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. kids would learn to play and stuff and how that is almost like a um like a way of life when you know there's you know it might be a few hours of tv a day in the 60s yeah oh if, and, yeah if um, yeah so people learn learn to play piano or organ or do stuff like that and how it's just pretty much non-existent now that kind of um, thing. No, because everyone's constantly either on phones or iPads yeah. or computers or... <laughs> Listening to stupid podcasts. Or, yeah. So, no, no, I mean, that's good. You, <laughs> oh, should no, no. Listen to, you should listen to good podcasts, not stupid. And um, basically, he uh, wrote a song around this organ and how, you know, they have like there's um, preset drum beat rhythms yeah. that are yeah. kind of like mono and lo-fi. Yeah. And it's <clears> sample all, the, all these things. Um, used it, used, I think the bass pedals for the bass line and, um, all the different like violin sounds and the, um, you know, bad horn, um, okay. sort of, um, interpretive interpretation of sound thing. And, um, what he did with the vocal though, he sang it mo- monotone for the whole track and then pitched, pitched it into the melody, um, in Pro Tools or Logic or whatever. Like, with, like auto-tune type thing. Yeah. Used high Mel- Melodyne or whatever it's called. Yeah, there's a few different ones. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but hard-tuned the melody out of a monotone vocal. Oh, cool. So it, you kind of, it's kind of like this cool like 60s art pop robo, robot That's track. cool. <laughs> well, I just yeah. uh, we just did something similar with, with Alicia. Um, she's a girl that I write um, music with and stuff. Um, and um, we did this thing where she just sang very basic notes um, I think it was pretty much the roots of each chord that was played in the background. <coughs> and then I just yeah. got the latest version of Isotope Vocal Synth, the Vocal Synth 2. And um, you can then use her voice as a, um, as a, um, like a source. And then you play the mm. keyboards and you can play, I think it's got like eight voice polyphony or something like that. So we yeah. had, we, instead of having a keyboard part or pads or something like that, we recorded her playing her voice on the keyboards, basically, um, in that in vocal synth, and had that as sort of so that all in one part, all there is is, is like drums in the background, her main voice, and then her voice that she played on the keyboards as an accompaniment. It sounds really cool. So, does it sound like her singing a lower part? You can. Part? You can. So in, in Vocal Synth 2, you have, um, or in, with a lot of these things, you can go very human-like or yeah. you can go very not human-like. So in, in, in that particular one, you've got like, um, you've got ones where you can make it sound really, really, um, really like nice and it really sounds like harmonies. You can even increase um, the breath. Right. So instead of it just wow. being, ah, it's like a, ah. You know, so you can you can add that to the harmonies and stuff. So you have, so you could have a main vocal line which is not breathy, but then have harmonies go along with it that are breathy, so they're a bit softer. Um, and then and then so you have vocoders and all that stuff. So you can make it sound really realistic, or I think pretty realistic anyway. I mean, not if you know what you're listening to, you probably would know because it's too perfect. Sure. But if it's sort of in a mix, you probably wouldn't really realize it. Or you can make it sound completely crazy. And the cool thing is, so you have your source note, and then what you play on the keyboards is just MIDI information, and it just it's, it uses a sidechain thing to uh, you just sidechain the MIDI information to your source vocals, so yep. you can then a- edit later. So you just as long as you know what the chords are, you play the chords, and then you can change all the sounds and everything. You can go through all the different presets, yeah, cool. try everything later. So you you all you do is you give MIDI information as to what notes are played when. You know, at what velocity and stuff. But I mean, even velocity you can change later. It's really cool. Yeah, well, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's interesting. And on that note, we should say hello to everyone. Oh, yes. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Uh, my name is Gabor. Hey, welcome. I'm Alex. And we are the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Better Show podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, thank you very hey, much. Um, for, thanks for listening, everyone. And before we start, should always do quick housekeeping things. So um, 
if there is uh, anyone out there who has any question for us or wants to know anything, you can email us at superfunawesomehappytime, all one word, superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com. If you have any questions or anything, <clears throat> we also do this thing where you, um, whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this, you don't have to be in the photo, but whatever it is you're looking at, take a photo of uh, and email it to us or post it to our Facebook group. Big thanks to our friend Ram, Ram John. He's posted uh, uh, some more pictures again of him uh, listening to us, always with cool pedals and guitars in the background. Yeah. I think yeah. there was a, fa- <laughs> uh, what are they called? Fair, fair child, fair. F- Fairfield? Fairfield. The Canadian one. The Canadian one. I think there was one of those yeah, pedals in the background. Fairfield, Fairfield Circuitry. Fairfield Circuitry. Because you've got someone, you, you know someone who works there? Or yeah, uh, no, he, he did do. Not anymore. Not anymore? Okay, yeah. yeah. Stepbrother, yeah. Stepbrother. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he's moved back to another city. Uh, the yeah. the the um, um, the in, the Interpol charges have finally caught up with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't escape it even in Canada. <laughs> Damn Interpol. Damn Interpol. <laughs> Um, and what else? Have we, oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, anything you're looking at, whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this, take a photo, um, post it on a, on a Facebook group or email it to us. Also, if you're listening to this sort of in, in August 2018, um, we are just about to start a competition kind of giveaway kind of thing uh, with us and the lovely folk at Peerless Music here in Australia. So... Uh, maybe if you would like to be part of this giveaway competition kind of thing, uh, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel because a lot of it is going to go through our YouTube channel and go and like us or follow us on Instagram and follow Peerless Music on Instagram too. Uh, and more details will come shortly. So if you want to win um, things that may in one way or another be related to the title of our podcast... The super fun, awesome, happy time, hint, hint, pedal show. <laughs> you could win a show. I mean, pedal. pedal. So that, that there will be a pedal giveaway yeah. coming. So um, if you want to be involved in that, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is super fun, awesome, happy time, pedal show. Um, go and, um, uh, and Alex is drinking coffee. Um Mm. And go and uh, yeah, uh, Instagram super fun, awesome, happy time without the pedal show, and peerless music in Australia. So make sure to follow us, and then uh, find out more about the um, before mentioned competition. Yes, yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> Anything else we should say? No, that's about it, isn't it? Um, just big thanks to everyone's been listening so far. Uh, this last month has been our biggest download. Um, biggest yeah. amount of downloads yet. Biggest yet. And, um, so we've had super stoked. We've had an average of about six hundred downloads a day. So it's it's gone over fifteen thousand a month now. So we've got we're sort of getting closer to sixteen thousand um, possibly mm. this month. So thank you so much for listening, Just everyone. Tell your cool. friends. We've got actually. I should look this up quickly. Hang on. And, uh, we also have a bunch of new countries that are listening. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do we? We do. So I know there were... Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? So we have... Oh, yeah. uh, the US is still our most, our biggest listeners with 40% okay. of our listening, listeners. Australia second with 19%. Come on, Australia, you can do better than that. Uh, yeah. UK is third with just under 10%. And Germany, France, Denmark, Norway, Holland, Sweden, Uruguay, South Africa. But we now have... Someone in Turkey, that's a new country. No one's ever listened to us in Turkey. Hello, Turkey. Um, <laughs> to the one person One in person Turkey. in Turkey. Or, well, 0.1%. Uh, <laughs> 0.1% in Peru. Uh, we have one in Italy, Swi- one in Switzerland, two in Portugal, two in the Philippines, or 0.2%. Cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how many that is exactly, but 0.2%. Mm. Uh, Philippines, Malaysia, Japan, Ukraine, we have 0.31%. Canada, Austria, hello to my native Austria, hello Österreich. Uh, we have 0.31%. New Zealand, India, Finland, there's tons. So um, thank you so That's much cool. to all our new listeners, new listening cool. countries. And the four streams, the four people, I don't know if it's four different people or, well, it's one podcast. So four different people, most likely, who listen to us on Spotify. Hello, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify is a country. <laughs> Doing well, Spotify. So we, we just 
a podcast is now available on Spotify, and we've had four listens so far on Spotify. Cool. It's nice. wild. Nice. You cool, man? Yeah. So, what's new with you, Alex? Um, not much pedal wise. I've been busy doing gigs and renovating my house. And I bought some vintage drums that are cool for my studio. Ah. Um, <clears throat> a massive bass drum, which is 28 inches. It's like an old um, marching bass drum. Oh, wow, okay. So I'm going to convert to a, um, a kick drum. I've just put legs on it last night. And uh, I've ordered some big, new heads. That's a big, big sucker of a kick drum. Yeah, it's huge. If you have a, a small drummer, it's, uh, <laughs> you won't see him yeah. on a kick drum. <laughs> it's just going to dwarf him, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've got that and another 22-inch kick, both 60s. They're kind of, I think they're called Conqueror. I, as far as I know, all I know about the brand is they're Japanese and probably early, mid-60s. Okay. So, um, Which is, yeah. I mean, a lot of good stuff. Came, I mean, Japan, probably the heyday was more 70s, but um, yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. That's good. <clears throat> but I mean, uh, they, they have they have yeah, a history in drums. They've got, you know, taiko drums and... True, yeah. Yeah, so, no, that's cool. So that's uh, fun. Um, not much more gear-wise. I've just been, um, yeah, playing some shows, doing some PA gigs, digging holes for my house. Manly oh, we stuff. Cut a, yeah, we cut a tree down yesterday. That was fun. Well, that's even manlier. Yeah, with chainsaws and everything. Wowzers. Well, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Very manly. Yeah. Very manly. Lots of groin scratching involved in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and mo spit, mostly spitting, uh, lots of spitting on the ground. Mostly my own groin, but uh, <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, anyway, how's your week been? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I've got. Uh, I moved a few things around in the studio. I don't know if you can see it in the background here, um, Alex. But because uh, we again, I'm at my place. Alex is at his place. Um, yeah. I've had. Uh, children things to do today for my children so i, I children couldn't, things couldn't make it to your place but um yeah moved a few things around alex made me another loom which he can't oh, yeah. see because it's it on all the work sorry <laughs> yeah well if, i haven't tried all of the channels yet but i've tried okay, cool. the um the, can you see it back there the the yeah the meek meek compressor oh, yeah. yep. thing that worked i've recorded with that already cool uh, i'm waiting for a new power supply for the gx 700 so i haven't plugged that in yet uh, nice. but that's plugged into here as well uh, and then um, part of it, and that works as well, goes into the, can you see it there, the the captor? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see it. So I just got a, a two-notes torpedo captor. So now I have um, I have this ABY switch, a radial ABY switch, which is quite nice. And I mean, radial stuff is usually good. Yeah, um, awesome. Sitting on yep. the ground here. Uh, and then I have, um, I've got, at the moment, I've got the two amps I've got hooked up is the Fender bass breaker and the... Marshall Origin, and one, I think at the moment the Marshall goes into the captor, and the or the Fender goes into the Torpedo Live, and then I can switch between the two, so I can and cool. I can have both of them on at once. So and then the captor, I've got a two notes Torpedo Cab here next to me as well, which I can, with the captor, it's got two outputs. Oh, the captor's just a load box, isn't it? It's just a load box, but it has a um, a frequency compensated speaker emulator on it as well. Right, but it's not an IR. Not an IR, no. It's just frequ it's just a like a gotcha. like an EQ thing. Yeah, um, sure. But, but it's got a two line out, so it's got the one line out, which is a direct line out, which what they recommend is that's the one which is a jack, and that's what they recommend to go into the torpedo cab if you use a cab, and the other one I've got a um, uh, an XLR which is connected to my mixer. And the cool thing is it's it's phantom power, so I can run. I don't have to plug power into it. The phantom power from the mixer runs oh, the nice. thing. And yep. then I can have that going with a direct signal, either frequency compensated um, through an IR or uh, not IR, through the EQ thing on it uh, or going into Logic into, for example, a two notes to Peter Wall of Sound plugin. So I can have technically... I record one track a guitar, but I can have two different amps with two different speaker boxes, but then also recording a direct line into my, into Logic now, where I can then either just have it as a direct line or I can add whatever plugins to it. So I can yeah, cool. have, I have three, I can technically, without doing anything else, I can record three channels at once, Yeah, right. which is cool. 
Nice. Yeah. Cool, man. That's, it sounds like it's all set, setting up nicely. Yeah, it's slowly coming along. And then I've also got the, um, which I've also been using a little bit, the cab sim by Mostronics, which is pretty cool. So half of the time, I've tried it yesterday for the first time, but I had actually four channels. So yeah. <laughs> I had a direct signal. I had a, um, I had a, um, then a, the signal going through the cab, the um, Mostronics cab sim and a two torpedo IRs. So it was pretty cool. So really flexible nice. with, and you don't have to use it all, but um, it's yeah, there. Yeah, sure. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. So yeah. So the 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 captor. That's one new thing I got. Um, then we also got uh, the Mammoth Machine Holy Fuzz. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to plug this in yet. Which is serious fuzz. It's like yeah. It's <laughs> it's Holy Fuzz, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice! No, it's 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 full on fuzz. Um, is it like like big muff, like super saturated and fat? Um, it's thing? beyond anything big muff, super wow. saturated and fat. It's like, like ridiculous. Hu- it's huge muff. It's super huge muff. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's full on. <laughs> it's a full on fuzz. Um, yeah, cool. And you've got um, fuzz volume lows and highs, and it's a lot of lows you can add. And mm. a lot of highs, so you've got quite a lot of the quite active EQ on it, um, and it looks cool. So he's actually um, hello, um, Jeremy, if you're listening at Mammoth Machine in Belgium, he's changed the look a little bit. So he still does a, the etched thing, yep. but now instead of having um, like I've got the twin whales sitting here as well, which is by the way a killer delay and reverb. Uh, instead of the box being blue with black knobs and the etched thing, all the boxes are, are matte black now, and the knobs are now different colors. So the twin whales now has blue knobs. The I do holy like fuzz the matte, is the green knobs. I do like the matte black thing. Yeah, well, we've got the um, cool. the other one. The what's it called? The um, oh, the the synth one. What is it called? Ah, oh, Cobra Commander. Oh, here it is for you people with the special glasses. <laughs> So that's got purple knobs and that's matte black as well. Yeah, it looks really cool. Oh, and and the Grumpkin is uh, matte black too. Matte black we just as well. Did a video of yeah. yeah, that went up. That's getting some really good, really good comments. Yeah, cool. surprisingly nice comments. Uh, we just got another comment for one of the other videos we just put up. Oh, just another fuzz that's all no bottom amp, and it sounds like it comes through a crappy little amp. Yeah. And I go, well, it didn't sound like that. There was actually quite a lot of bottom end, but I guess if you listen to it through your phone. It's not there. Not there. But anyway, um, yeah, that's killer. That's another really good thing. Um, big thank you to uh, Jeremy. And then we, did we talk last time about the Zorg stuff? I can't remember. So we got I don't, we got that. I don't know. I think if we I, did, yeah. Did we? Yeah, the, the Blow, which is like a microphone preamp with a loop so you can yeah. plug effects pedals into it. And the other one is the small bass start. And I just found out because I, when I did my... Um, I did the unboxing and first impressions video. I mm. didn't look at the... I literally, when I do the un, uh, unboxing and first impressions videos, uh, all I do is I get the... I literally unbox it and plonk it in front of me. I don't look at the manuals or anything and I just plug it in. And I did notice there's a switch down... There's sw- little switches down the bottom of the small bass start and apparently can make it sound kind of clon-ish as well for guitar. Oh, really? Yeah, so okay. uh, that's going to be happening shortly videos for those um and yeah there so you go other than that uh new gear i don't think i've gotten any other new gear um we've been doing i think we talked about it last time we did a whole day basically of mostronics videos yep. which i still think they're all they're great yeah it's, it's really cool um what's the one i have over there hang on the expand drive the expand drive yes you win a prize thank you thank you yeah it's cool they're great it's really cool and, and i think you mentioned it Options? last time um when you you know from when we do the videos to you do all the audio editing and then i do the video editing but yeah sometimes if you do a whole bunch of videos it's it you know maybe a week or two weeks pass until you actually kind of revisit it. 
And listening back to, I started doing all the editing for all those Mostronics videos, and mm. they sound great. They sound yeah. recorded, sound really, really good too. And still, I think, but out of all of them, the tube driver, because we used it in a couple of demos as well, that sounds so good. <laughs> that sounds ridiculously good. And it's pretty high gain too, yeah. Like it's it's, it's we had it in the videos punch. in on almost off. <laughs> and it was yeah. quite quite heavy. It's definitely more distortion than a than a yes, high gain distortion. It's not, it's not a driver. Yeah. But it sounds great. Every yeah, time cool. when just listening back when I do the editing, when it comes on, it just that's just such a good sound. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, and we're not getting paid for it or anything. We're just saying it because we actually mean it. Um yeah, so that's about it. So there's a whole bunch of Mostronics videos coming. There's this competition coming or giveaway kind of competition coming with, um, uh, and I'm showing it to Alex. No one else can see it. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh, this it's pedal. the... Uh... Yeah. It's the... Uh, it, the name kind of gives away what it sounds like. Yeah. But yep, it absolutely. goes a bit further than what you think. Like it's quite... It's, it's cool and it does something... Not, not giving it away, that I've, n I've never seen any other pedal do or heard any other pedals do. So it's very unique um, in in what the sound it does, <laughs> in one there of the go. aspects of sound it does. If you want to win this pedal, it's been very vaguely talked about. Yeah, and it's a really cool sort of <laughs> slightly metallic color. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it, you know. Yeah. Um, Check it out in, in, a, in the next week or so, but um, and probably next podcast we'll have more in-depth details. But we're still working out with the manufacturer and with Peerless Music uh, what exactly we're doing for this giveaway. So, um, But I've got it already. I tried it out, and I think it's great. And I think if the cool. one we got is the one we have to give away, <laughs> I may almost even buy one for myself. Ah, really? Because it's really good. There you go. Not to build it up too much. No, 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 but no. But it is really good. Yeah, cool. I, um, I was watching uh, some videos this morning. Yes. Over breakfast. Yes. And yes. there was, as most videos that contain Tim Pierce's name, I'd check out. Yeah. Because he's awesome. So. I just like watching him because he's always so happy. Yeah. It <laughs> just seems like someone you actually want to hang out with. So, yeah. He seems like yeah. a, a sort of happy, nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. Nice guy. It was done by like Sweetwater or someone like that. And it was a PRS thing where uh, Paul, Paul Smith oh, yeah, yeah. and Tim Pierce yeah. did like a, a forum thing and a bit of a a, um, a demo of how Tim approaches soloing and playing over changes and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, of course, yeah, Tim just sounds killer because he had this single cutaway Gold top PRS with Pete nineties, yeah, which is kind of barky and cool. And then, yeah, Paul Smith just comes across a bit too much. He's a bit full on, isn't he? Yeah, and, and a yeah. lot of the stuff I've seen, he's one of those. I think he almost tries a bit hard to come across as this kooky guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like I didn't mind a bit. A few times I was like, oh, yeah, kind of, yeah, it's a, it's a bit over the top, but just kept watching because I was. Um, you know, seeing what he had to say and yeah. how he approaches <clears throat> um, our arpeggios over and melody things over chord changes and blah blah blah. But I scrolled down to the comments, and like ninety percent of them were like, "Oh, Paul's such a douchebag, and <laughs> we should shut up." I couldn't get through it. So, like, oh wow, didn't realize that was that much. Uh, oh, but I mean, dislike. I mean, did did. did um, <laughs> Sadly, I mean, we get probably more negative comments and positive comments as well. Although lately it's been all right, but yeah. man, there's some people that just—I think it's more more of a um, because you're so faceless, you know, on the internet. Um, sure, um, you can say whatever you want. I mean, those people would never. Most of those people would never say anything even remotely like yeah. that to someone's face. But no, you know, the keyboard warriors. So. A few comments were like, I've never liked PRS guitars. And they kind of sit in that category where they quite polarize people. I th and I'm not sure why. I think one of the things with PRS is, and that's uh, um, um, 
actually the guitar nerds, and if any of the guitar nerds are listening, hello, guitar nerds. They were talking about it a few times that um, PRS, a lot of the PRS stuff, um, when you think of who plays PRS guitars, that's what yeah. they always say is it's, you know, dentists play PRS guitars <laughs> <laughs> and lawyers. You know, people that, because they, they are expensive guitars. Yeah. Um, and they're, they look very good. You know, they have the pretty timbers and all that sort of stuff. And they play good and sound great. But a lot of the people that can afford those guitars aren't necessarily people that perform. So, you know, it says lawyer guitars and dentist guitars. And I think that's why a lot of people kind of have this dislike to it because it's just so expensive. On the other hand, a brand that's even more expensive, but nowhere near as good in my opinion and way less consistent is Gibson and everyone raves about Gibson. Sure. Yeah. Um, Just because they've had that history of, you know, half a decade or something. I'm oh, sorry, half half a millennia. So they've just had that rock and roll heritage of, you know, being played by everyone in the, in the 70s and stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's sort of this weird thing that, that it's not really justified in any kind of logical sense. No. Like, um, I think the same thing about happens with JHS pedals. Like, probably more so than guitars. With JHS, I think one of the main things with JHS is that he, he does, he's quite like, he's affiliated with certain religions and stuff, and I think a lot of people don't like it, but there's a lot of hate for JHS, definitely. I mean, we we probably... Other than our uh, metal zone and fab metal um, and grunge shootout, that I mean, that's definitely by far the the worst comments we've got that <laughs> out of all of them. Yeah. But um, all the JHS stuff, there's some nasty comments, very nasty comments. Yeah, I know. It's just a bit like just one of those things. I don't think it's quite justified. No. You you just dropped out a bit. You're very quiet. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. So we've had some microphone issues. So what we're talking about, we're talking about Tim Pierce. It was around about in the middle of that Tim Pierce PRS thing when it started getting quiet. Oh, sure. Yeah, it just, it's one of those things that doesn't quite make sense if you think about it logically. But then it's such a weird, tricky uh, thing because... You don't really buy gear because it's logical. No, no. You know, like, oh, that makes me feel like excited and I want to I mean, shred on that guitar or whatever it is. But I mean, uh, I think musicians are probably some of the least logical people out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we really, yeah. we really only buy things or most musicians only buy things because the people we like listening to play those things. Yeah. And, um, and especially, I mean... The thing I always say is the people that complain and whinge the most on all these forums, right? And no offense to anyone out there, but the people that complain and whinge on all these forums, they're usually bedroom musicians who don't really know what it's like performing and don't really know what it's like, um, or you know, or, or at least they're definitely not sort of pro musicians. Pro musicians know. It, there's no point in you know whinging and complaining about gear and instruments. It's just you know you just make the best of what you do. But yeah, um, totally. that's the thing. It's people. People like to whinge and complain, and people are so. <coughs> it's the thing I don't quite understand with with musicians in particular. They're so insanely brand loyal. Um, oh yeah. In that yeah. What the guy? I, because you know, and I mean, I always talk go back to Stevie Ray, but. Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray played a Strat. Hendrix played a Strat. That's why I play a Strat. And everything else is crap. And if you have a different opinion, you're a douche. Because, you know, if it's good enough for Stevie Ray and good enough for Hendrix, it's good enough for me, man. But, I mean, it's not like that. And they <laughs> played Strats because there weren't that many. You didn't have the variety of guitars you have nowadays. Yeah. Um, and... Anyway, and I mean, Stevie Ray played a Strat because Hendrix played a Strat. <laughs> so if Hendrix yeah, would have played, if Hendrix would have played a, I don't know, if Hendrix three three five or something, yeah, or like a Gretsch country gentleman, Stevie Ray would have probably played a. Country that would have been cool, actually. 
And then everyone would go, oh, man, Country Gentleman, that's the only guitar, man. Strats, are, who, that's, yeah, who plays a Strat? You've got to play Country Gentleman. Oh. Uh, that's just the way it is. But then the yeah. funny thing with musicians is, from one day to the next, for whatever reason, all of a sudden, they don't like something anymore. And then it's, oh, this is shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and something else is, you know. It's funny how yeah. it's just... Um, and, I mean, there was one guy on our... Was it an our... Um, the, the pedal page, the Facebook pedal page, a guy yeah. asked about, you know, there's more and more noise restrictions at venues. What do you guys do out there? Was that on the pedal page? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. And then there's all these people posting, oh, man, I've got my Marshall stack, stack and it's tubes forever, man, and if someone tells me to turn down, then I'll just tell them to F off. But you can tell those are the people that are bedroom musicians <laughs> because the ones that actually perform, no, you can't do that because you're not going to go back and play at that venue. Yeah, if you want to make a living fired. out of it, you got to yeah. do what the venue says to do. Whether you think it's right or wrong doesn't matter. Um, so it's, it's, I find it musicians more than anything else and guitar players, I think, more than anything else mm. are probably some of the most opinionated most yep. my way or the highway kind of people out there in anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't quite get it, you know. I don't understand it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all it is 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 A, you know, if you perform and if you write music and if you, you know, record music, it's an art form. So there is no right or wrong. It's just whatever you think. And if mm, you're on the other yeah. spectrum, like where we are, where you play corporate gigs and when you play weddings and when you play at restaurants and bars and stuff like that you got to do what the you you are a client you know you got to do what your boss whoever books you tells you to do and not whinge about it and i always found it funny that even in the cover band world there's so many musicians who whinge and complain about oh God, i'm not going to turn down the volume you know and oh they're telling me but and and <laughs> why you know you're yeah. there you're doing a job i mean yeah you have more fun maybe if you turn it up but at the end of the day if you don't do what the venue tells you to do you're not going to get more work there yeah and if you do that last, at all the venues yeah, yeah and if you do that at every venue you're not going to get any work and you're not going to be a performing musician go mm. and get work at a checkout somewhere you know i mean what would you rather do play a little bit quieter and enjoy what you do or work a crap job and because you oh man it's valves all the way man I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boohoo yeah yeah uh, that's yeah, my that's opinion it's balancing the work and artistic side of music isn't it yeah like like there's so many amazing songwriters that you know play in their lounge room yeah yet they don't have the the business side of their brain isn't as strong as the artistic side, so you know, no one's ever going to hear them because they can't sell their yeah. their music, which is a product. Yeah. And vice versa, there's some people that sell really well, but their band sucks. Yeah, so, there's <laughs> lots of those. <laughs> so, it's because they can sell sell their band. You yeah, know? it's like, hey, come you know, <laughs> spend two grand on my band for your for your bar downtown. And I go, know. Yeah, okay, that sounds like a great idea. I, and then, I mean, mm. we both. Sadly, no. A lot of musicians who are very, very, very average musicians, and we're not naming any names. Very, yeah. very average musicians, but who are very pushy and get lots of work because they're so yeah. pushy and so self-confident, and they know how to sell themselves. Yeah, and it's there's just as many on each side of the fence. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to um, and that's why it's it's ah. Uh, I oh, know another tangent, but I watched a doco on the police when they first toured America, like the very first time they hired an agent and a publicist. Okay. They only made, you know, next to no money on the whole tour. But as, so as the band and the, the two promoters in, in the tour, tour van. Yeah. But so they had a, a booking promoter getting the shows and then a publicist as well, just, just doing publicity. Which is and that's why they very just important. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, aside from writing really, really good songs and being a really good band, but <laughs> yeah, one of the best three-piece bands ever. Ever, yeah. But, um, like that's that thing of balancing, like realizing that, um, yeah, you can't be. Most people, majority of people, aren't really 
equally balanced between the business and artistic no. side. No. So realizing that sort of what you might need help with, they've done that and got a publicist. Yeah. Which has just gone out. And yeah. of course they shot up and then became the police. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was such a clever idea. Yeah. To um and that's well, I think a lot of, especially in creative fields, and I mean, this is not not talking about cover bands, but in creative fields where you yeah. write music and stuff, I think one of the hardest things is to actually admit that there are parts of this whole thing that you are not good at and you let mm. other people take over. Yeah, I think that's a very hard, something very hard to do because a lot of times, especially creative people, and I know from my own, you know, not saying I'm a hugely creative person, but I mean, I do write music and I do, I used to be in, in bands that, you know, that did quite well when we wrote our own music and stuff. And um, I know from my own experience that we probably could have gone, gotten a lot further than we did if we would have let other people in kind of thing. But we were very, no, we, we are doing it all, you know. Yeah, we don't want sure. any outside interference. We don't want anyone coming in and telling us what to do. Um, to the point where we, I think I mentioned this before, but we turned like record labels down because oh, we really? said we want full artistic freedom or we're not doing anything. <laughs> and they said, well, you know, we can't okay, really do that. Okay, okay well, sorry, bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. And, um, um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I used to have much, much bigger balls than I have now. Uh, they shrunk. As you get older, you know. <laughs> A lot of people, they grow, but with me, they're trying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, it, it, it is winter, right? It is winter, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but um, um, I think it's it's a letting go, which is a lot of people have a lot of difficulties doing and, and accepting that someone else is actually better at this particular thing yeah. than you. Especially if you're a songwriter and um, you don't want anyone to touch your lyrics or change melodies or anything. Yeah. The simple thing is that if you collaborate with someone and they suggest a chord change, which may, might make your whole melody pop and come alive, yeah, then that's that's the that's the better for the song. Well, and that's that's why there is such a profession as producers. Yeah, totally. because I mean, and that's why a lot of them are so famous and so um, you know have a lot, make a lot of money, and, and and get a lot of work with a lot of different artists because. Mm. They are good at taking whatever the artist brings in and making it better. They should really yeah. not be called producers. Yeah. They should be called make betterer people. <laughs> yeah, which just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. What do you do for a living? I'm a make betterer people people person. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> no, but I mean that's the thing. It's it's just it's just being able to to let go, you know. Mm. And I've kind of come across that last couple of years having this studio, where. And sometimes you suggest things, and people kind of get a bit defensive about their yeah their their own songs. Yeah. Like the thing is that they have to realize that other people are on your side. Like you just want yeah. the song to be be the best it can. No, and I, and I mean, so I'm... like yeah, it's not like we're trying to like take you down from the inside and corrupt your whole project. Yeah. We actually want the song to be the best it can yeah. because. Everyone's working the project together. And grab the limelight from them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like if you're going into the studio for the first time, just be very open-minded for people's ideas. Yeah. And, I mean, that's with everything. It's If if you get too involved in anything, it's always good to get an outside opinion on on things because you, you kind of lose track of what you're doing because you're so involved in it. In your own um, bubble. In your, in a, yeah, exactly right. You're in your own bubble and having someone outside the bubble look in and tell you, you know what, maybe you should change a few things. Yeah. Um, H- having said that, though, they're just ideas and they're just disposable. So yeah. you're, you're allowed to say no. Of course you are, yeah. But that idea might actually trigger something else which goes on to be the best part of the song, like your, yeah. your favorite favorite part. And that's just part of the process. But the thing is you don't. Not to get caught up in the process itself, where people aren't trying to sabotage your, <laughs> your, your no. songs, and no. yeah, anyway. Don't don't turn into Axl Rose, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years was it? Yeah, I don't know. And you fire everyone because everyone wants to steal your creative freedom, man. Anyway, um, 
Yeah. So what were we talking about before that? <laughs> um, we're going up to ten- tangents again. Oh, yeah, pedal competition. Um, what else has been happening? Just trying to think what else is new, what else is going on, what else is interesting to talk about. Stuff. Stuff. Well, that's the thing. We need ideas. What do you guys want us to talk about? Send us a message. Send us an email. Oh. Comment on Podbean. Uh, email us, time at gmail.com. Oh, yes, hey. uh, you? Oh, pick me, pick me. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you, how's the, um, have you done any more on the guitar build? So I haven't seen you for a Ah, week, the guitar build. Uh, no, it's still, so I've got um, pickups, Martin A. Smith. Check uh, Martin A. Smith hand-wound pickups. Check them out. Um, I've got cool. the Mastery Bridge and Trem. I've got the uh, Emerson Custom Harness. Wiring harness. And just actually before we started talking, I got a message from Justin Hermes. Uh, the uh, pickguard is ready and was mailed off today. And it looks suchly, oh, cool. Alex. No one else can see it. Nice. It's black. So it's a black anodized. Um, um, Excuse me. So it's, it's uh, what is it? Is it like aluminium? Anodized aluminium or something like that? I think so, yeah. Or aluminum, which is wrong. No, but no, for no, you American people, it's aluminium. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's just a black, um, anodized scratch plate with, uh, different pickup cause it's a wide range humbucker in the, in the bridge position, no rhythm circuit. So no things. Oh, up no rhythm circuit. Okay. No, cause, uh, the slightly annoyingly, cause I do use the, 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 um, the rhythm circuit a bit when I, when I play and record, but, um, Emerson Custom didn't offer the rhythm circuit thing in their wiring right. harnesses. Gotcha. And I, I literally received it in the mail, the one they send us, which they were very gracious to give us a really good deal and stuff and send us one, um, Mitch and the guys at Emerson Custom. And then literally the day or the day after I received it, on their Instagram page it popped up saying, now also Jazzmaster kits with rhythm circuit available. All right. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I now I have one without a rhythm circuit, so it's, it'll be yeah, a little cool. bit different. But um, um, yeah, so the pickout, it's on its way from South Australia. So it should nice. be here in a couple of days, uh, probably early next week. Um, cool. um, yeah, and then I can put the body together. So, because that's all done, mm-hmm. and we're just waiting for the neck. Um, Angus from Mako Guitars in WA, he's making it right now, uh, Makoing it. Hey. Um, oh, no, it was bad. Snap. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it'll be really cool. Really looking forward to it. Um, be cool, man. It's um, it's coming together, and it's going to happen very, very soon. And we'll do a, a full video of it all as well. I think I wouldn't mind doing a video when I put it together. And the only thing I've still got to check once a pick guard arrives is if I need to, if we need to router out the cavity for the bridge pickup because it is a little bit thicker, the wide range humbucker. Mm. So whether it's, well, it goes in enough. If you need to, I can borrow a chainsaw. Oh yeah, and um, we'll get we'll get a bottle of bourbon and come around. And yeah, I was I, I was going to use dynamite, but oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not very accurate. <laughs> I guess chainsaw is much more accurate. Yeah. 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 Um, Haven't you seen guys like sculpt out trees? Yeah, there's stuff? a guy around the corner here from where I live. He he sculpts stuff. Go. Yeah, and he I'm sure he could do it. Puts it on the side of the road. Yeah, oh, really? I'm sure he could. Yeah, like a big, there's a big swordfish that's been there for ages. And, um, yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. And he did lots okay, of weird yeah. stuff. And it's all I'm not, chainsaw. I'm not, that good. I'm not that good. You're not? So. Okay. you got to practice, man. Surprisingly, I could practice on your guitar body. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's a good idea. <laughs> what I'll do, I'll make a slightly smaller guitar body. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just cut the end off that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, um, probably. It'll be great. <laughs> well, other than that, uh, not much new has happened. Uh, just been gigs and this and that. And oh, I've been playing a little bit more with the adrenaline. I don't know if anyone cares or not, but um, the adrenaline <laughs> three that I've got sitting here, um, it's so just full of just. I don't know if I'll ever reach the bottom of everything. <laughs> yeah, really. Because, man, you can do a lot of stuff. Um, so, I mean, you've, you've got um, 
tons of different amp emulations on it, but I mean, that's not really what it's all about. You've got um, all these different tremolos and flanges and uh, rotary things and vibratos and, and um, uh, which are all sort of time synced. There's mm. Alex can see it again. Um, so, <laughs> you just put up to the camera and all, all it was is just a blur, a ah, blue blur. <laughs> sorry, not not. I'll keep it yeah. there for longer. Um, so it's got crap loads of stuff and uh, it sounds really, really good. The the amp simulation, I tried it through the um, two notes um, yeah. cab sim um, and I wasn't blown away with the amp emulations in it. Sure. Um, even though a lot of people rave about them uh, online, if you look at a lot of stuff, people people say that it's one of the best amp emulators as well. I'm not a huge fan of that, but I mean, to me, the most important part in that is you have all these um, sort of time synced things, like tremolos and vibratos and panning, which and it's oh, really cool. cool stereo effects too, uh, and um, and you have all the you know sequences and all that stuff and. Um, and uh, drums as well, and you can program your own drums, um, and you can go ridiculously deep with every every detail of it. Um, hmm. So um, there will be a video coming soon, but I just need to sit there and actually work out how to use it properly first, because it goes <laughs> ridiculously deep. Because yeah, you cool. can literally every parameter, every effect has a million different parameters. Um, wow. Uh, it's it's like super deep. Nice. And you have all these different drum sounds, and you can have <laughs> drum presets, but then you can make your own drum loops. And the drum loop, the drum sounds are really quite good. I think okay, I mentioned cool. it once before because it's it's Roger Lynn Designs, which is Roger Lynn is the guy who did the Lynn yeah. drum, which is yep. the first drum machine that used samples back in the days. And every, you know, if you listen to Thriller, there's Lynn drum on that. Or the it wasn't the Lynn drum; it was the other the F F. FRM one or whatever it's called, it's or L L R M one or L L M R or something like that. <laughs> There's an, the other drum machine, not the Lindrum, but the bigger, the the big big proper one. Right. Lindrum okay. is sort of a was like a smaller, smallified version. Smallified. The embiggenated version of it. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, if you listen to like Thriller, uh, if you listen to just about any Prince song from the. 80s and 90s it has lindrum stuff on it mm. um so the drum sounds are really cool and yeah great stereo effects really really cool stereo effects yeah cool so i've been thinking about expanding my synth board oh yeah some more fun stuff you so should, that could be you need an adrenaline three that could be cool yeah yeah, yeah. it does many uh many uh quite wild and wacky sort of synthy sounds i reckon yeah. i would like to do an uh, like a not that they're the same because they're completely different but i'd like to do a video with that and the slicer yeah sure because cool. they they do different things but similar things right. uh and, and just having these weird kind of stereo effect things with you know percussive sort of sounds going yeah anyway i, I think we should do a video on that like a shootout kind of thing on that Actually, if anyone has ideas for a synth board um, add-on pedals, shoot us a message on Facebook. Uh, basically, at the moment, I've got a Strymon Deco, the Dirty Robot by Digitech, which is very synthy, um, the Slicer, Boss Slicer, and an Avalanche Run. So that's De my Deco, Deco is not a very synthy sounding thing. No, but it has a really cool stereo delay ah. thing. Like when you make it into a delay instead of, oh, it does like, you can uh, speed it up so it does like fa uh, flanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tape flanging. And I really love it for the stereo. Flanging. Stereo. Flanging. Flanging. Stereo Australia. Song. It's flanging. It was funny. Totally on a side note, yesterday I was at the music shop where I teach guitar and this, yeah. this guy came in and as they were, uh, these two guys came in and as they were walking in, they were talking about um, something about the 4B. Which is a very Australian thing to say. They're four B. Oh yeah, I'm with a four B, which is a, a like a four wheel drive. And then he walked in, and um, the music shop. If you actually check um, their reverb shop, and uh, I'm, I'll put links below. But if you look at music at noosa.com, as in at music at at noosa.com, I think it's a com not dot com that they They got tons of um, secondhand guitars, and and some are really 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 nice. And they got a whole bunch of Gibsons in. 
And this guy came in. It was just so funny. He walked, it was these two guys, very sort of <laughs> yobbo They came in and, you know, ah, oh, Forby. And, and then he goes, mate, can I check out that Gibbo up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Such an Aussie thing. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Nice. Gibbo, mate. Gibbo. And we got into trouble actually in one of our videos because I said gypsum. Oh, gypsum. And the guy... <laughs> Put a comment on saying, "Oh, you know, and the, you know, there's nothing wrong with Chinese made guitars, which actually was a Korean made guitar, which I mentioned in the video. But he thought I meant like Ching chip chipson, like chi, like Ching, like like Japanese, yeah. like Chinese, which I wasn't. It's just when you live in Australia and you live in Queensland, <laughs> uh, and sorry, Queensland, it's a very um, people here have their own sort of language." And it's a relaxed su- atmosphere. Surprising. It's sort of Mexico, yeah. but with less Mexicans. <laughs> um, um, a lot of people, surprisingly, you will, when you work in a music shop, and I've worked in a music shop for a while, the amount of times I hear people call Gibson, Gibson. Gibson. Like, like, like what's a, what's a, um, Gip Rock, you know? Like, oh, yeah. it's a G there, and you pronounce it like a J. So they call yep. it Gibson, or they call it Gibbo. <laughs> Gibbo, mate. Mate, what you bloody want is a gibbo. Gibbo, mate. Gibbo. Yeah, mate. Uh, Lopo, mate. Gibbo, Lopo. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Lezo nice. Polo, mate. Lezo Polo. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've yeah, got to put O's right. on the end of everything. That's a Queensland thing. Gibbo, Robbo, Jimbo, Alexo. <laughs> no, that just sounds That sounds camp. wrong. Um but anyway, yeah. So that's just, just. So we, we're not making fun. We're not calling it a, like a chips and like ching. Like we're not being racist. It's mm. if anything, I'm racist towards Queenslanders. <laughs> you yeah. call it gypsum and gypsum, mate. Gibby, mate. Gibby. Just chuck it in me, yoke, mate. Chuck the gibby in me, yoke. In forby. In me forby, mate. <laughs> oh, and there goes all our Queensland audience. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, sorry, what were you saying before about your oh yeah synth board? Oh yeah, yeah. So if you've got got an idea for <laughs> adding on to my synth board, because I've only got four pedals at the moment, and I do like I do like it when they're stereo because I get to go direct in. Okay. Um, often get a little bit of drive off the deco because it has the um, tape saturation side. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so fun stereo ambient things. Cool. Yeah. And another, did we talk about it already? Because we want to do a thing where, and, and I mean, that's someone, if you, if you guys watch our YouTube channel, if you're not just listening to this awesomeness, but also watch the awesomeness, <laughs> um, you've got, uh, you want to do a thing where people suggest which UA, um, Amp mm. you should buy. So, so yeah. Universal Audio, UAD, have um, all these amp emulations. And I think we're going to do a bunch of videos with different amp emulations and then pick, get you guys to pick which ones he should buy. Yeah. So um, I've got a uh, Universal Audio Apollo 16, which is my recording converters. And if you don't know, they come with a whole bunch of plugins, which you can actually print to... Um, your recording, yeah, because it's basically so, the Apollo has its own computer basically in it, so yeah, all the processing happens within the Apollo interface, which is cool because it takes load off your computer's CPU, yeah, which is great, and it's usually things like um, compressors and EQs and preamp plugins and emulations and stuff like that. But they've started doing guitar amps and guitar pedals, yeah, they've been doing it for a little while, but they've just done a firmware update uh, a month or two ago now. And where they gave you another handful of um, plugins as stock, as like standard that comes with with the unit, yeah. and one of them was a um, is a, a Marshall Plexi amp yeah. simulation, and a Rat pedal, which sounded really cool. Yeah, so which got me thinking, um, what do the, all the other amps sound like? Because it's kind of kind of pretty good actually. And they do, I mean, because the Marshall stuff is Marshall-approved stuff because it's actually Marshall-branded. And there's Fender too and there's Chandler and there's there's a bunch of different brands. I think they might, I'm not sure, might be Friedman, I can't remember. Or Friedman, yeah. I actually can have a look now. 
Because oh. because you're listening to Alex's voice through an Apollo 16 interface yeah, as we speak. It's through a uh, a thing with the plugins. So let's have a look at it. Guitar bass. Uh, there's some Ampeg bass stuff. Boring. A, a triangle muff. Ah. Yeah, it's um, a Boss Chorus Chandler amp, uh, Needham bass amp, a couple of Engel, different Engel amps. Well, Eden is Marshall, so that's where, yeah. That's... A um, Echoplex, ah. Fender's 55 Tweed Deluxe, Friedman BE100, Friedman Buxom Betty. Oh, Buxom. A f- uh, Friedman DS40. Um, now, how do you pronounce this? Is it, is it Fuchs? Faux. <laughs> F-U-C-H-S? Ah, oh, F-U-C-H, uh, Fuchs, yeah. Fuchs. Which is Fox, okay. German for Fox. Fox. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Fuchs. A um, couple of their amps. These arsies. Arsies. Crazy arsies. Uh, another tape echo, which just looks like a space echo. Small bass stuff. A tube screamer emulation. A Korg SDD 3000. Oh, Copy. delay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, a bunch of Marshall stuff, Bluesbreaker, JMP, Plexi, Super, Super Jubilee. Um, oh, the, the grey one. Yeah, the silver one. Silver, silver, yeah. <laughs> well, grey. <laughs> well, it's got grey. Um, the, the Tolex is grey. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Well. But it's, I think it's supposed to be silver, but it's grey. No, but the Tolex is grey. <laughs> the actual ones, the Tolex is grey. The raw, which is a rat, a um, another space echo looking thing, and then there's some soft soft tube um, plugins, just ah. like g- generic bass amps and metal amps and things. Cool. So yeah, there's, there's a few, like maybe half a dozen or maybe six or eight worth checking out. I think. Cool. Well, let us know if there's any of those you want to hear. Send us an email at uh, superfunawesomehappytime at gmail dot com. So we're going to do that um, shootout. Because the cool thing is with the plugins, you can you have to buy the ones that aren't stock. So yeah, they get you can get a demo version for fourteen days, I think it is, to play with it and try it out and use it in your mix and use a recording. Uh, so yeah, we're going to demo them, and you guys get to choose. We should do because I've got an old rat, like an old oh, yeah? one of the old rats. We should do an AB with the rat in the. With the two dimensional. The UAD rat, rat with the three. Yeah, the 2D rat versus 3D rat. <laughs> oh, fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Nice one. Sounds like a plan. Uh, what else is there? Uh, that's pretty much it, isn't it? For That's about it. It's another one of those weeks where we. There was not really anything to talk about, just, yet lots of things to talk about. Just hang out, hang out and catch up. Eh? So, yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, so thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, like I said at the start, please make sure um, to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, especially if you want to be part of this um, competition. And this is what the switch sounds like. Ooh, soft switches. Oh, cool. Nice. <laughs> Ooh, and I just gave away soft switches. There's more than one. Oh, my God. Oh, my lord. Pretty much exactly know what it yeah, is now. Yeah, that can only be... Lots of pedals. Um, uh, yeah, so if you want to be part of that giveaway, uh, please make sure to subscribe to our channel, YouTube channel. Most of the stuff will go through the channel, I think. Um, there'll be a video of the pedal coming up soon as well whenever that competition is happening. Um, and you make sure to go and check out our Instagram channel, which is Super Fun Awesome Happy Time, No Pedal Show, all one word, and Peerless Music. Um, as well in Australia, go and check them out. And you gotta be, um, you gotta be, uh, what do you call it? Um, subscribe, not subscribe, following, following, following. Yeah, that's what you call yep. it on Instagram. Gotta follow us and follow Peerless Music to be in it as well. And then at a later stage, follow. You gotta follow the manufacturer as well. But you know, mm. all that stuff is gonna still come. The manufacturer. The manufacturer, whoever that may be. Mm. I think. Cryptic. I so think. Cryptic. I think it's possibly a European manufacturer, but I don't know if that's saying too much or not, but I think it may be a European um, manufacturer. So, um, um, yes. Uh, So, yeah, and make sure, what else else should people do? 
Oh, lots of things. Um, check out our Facebook page. Also, if you haven't actually subscribed to our YouTube channel, we'd love you to do that. That's the one. Uh, hit the notification bell and it'll get notifications when um, videos about pedal competitions come up and all sorts of other things. You'll be the first to um, know. You will be. To check it out. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot. And uh, see, see, see you next time. And hopefully soon we'll, we've got a few guests lined up. Um, we've got, uh, if you're listening, hello, Nico. Nico in, in Germany. I think he's pretty busy with the tour he's doing right now. But once the tour is over, I think uh, we're going to have Nico on the show. Um, great guitar player, German guitar player. Um, he did that song, is it Artificial Zebra? Is that what it's called? With Henning on HP42. Mm. Go and check him out. Great guitar player. Actually, really cool song. I was kind of humming that song for quite a while after because I stayed oh, up really? to like two in the morning watching him when they were doing it. Um, okay. So he'll, he'll, he's going to be on. We've got a few other guests in Australia that we've got lined up that will be on. Um, so there will be more guests. There will be a little less of that just kind of um, our chatter. You'll hear some other people that may actually be interesting uh, <laughs> talking about stuff. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you to all the new subscribers um, to the to you know to the podcast, um, and see you guys when we see you. Or I mean, or we won't see you, but you won't see us unless you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Well, but that's confusing. This, it's getting confusing. So, well, you will hear us later. And yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that would be our cue to stop talking. On that note, thank you for listening. Okay, and bye. See you later. Bye.